I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There is the music, and that can only mean one thing. Cool Button Hockey Podcast is back underway we're up to episode 116, and Craig, the countdown to the deadline continues. T-minus two weeks. I just have a feeling there are more things going on that we don't know about than what we do. Because it's it's like the book, All Quiet on the Western Front. It might be to the naked eye, but I got to think that we've got 22, 23 active general managers i'd like to think this is going to boil over right boil over like warm milk on the stove sometime over the next 14 days what do you think yeah no i i, I agree with you i wanted to make a comment about the music though i think what we should do is do what rihanna did at the super bowl halftime show kind of like go through uh, like a series of our hits <laughs> What do you think about that? Change up the music. Like, you know, we have this favorite song one week, this favorite song. That. We could be like, and I mean, we try to operate at 40,000 feet, right? But this is what NHL general managers are doing as well. You know, you talk about, so you say 22, 23 teams. Do you not think that all 32 teams wouldn't be involved to some extent? I think the ones that think they're going to, make a move to help their team next year or playoff push where some other teams might be, they have less sense of urgency. I, I think there might be 22, 23 GMs that have more of a sense of urgency. If another GM at the bottom fell into something that would help their club, I, I think they're not as proactive. Some, some GMs better make a trade. Other GMs have to make a trade. And then I think there's certain GMs that, you know, if the offer's right, and they might move the Athanasius and, and Max Domi's, but it's not it's not something they have to do. Where I think Kyle Dubas, I think Ken Holland, they have to do something, Craig. So I think they're more active. And I I might be right, I might be wrong. Um, I'd like to see all 32 GMs be involved over the next two weeks. Yes, I would like that a lot. Well, here's what I would tell you. You know, just you know, my experiences are that they are involved. Now, now to your point, they might be involved to different extents. You know, a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, their urgency is about right now. But when you talk about teams that are trying to prepare for next year, you know, you, you th let's just look at the Philadelphia Flyers. Like, I don't know what's going to come across Chuck Fletcher's desk. 
But, you know, they've had a pretty good competitive season this year. You know, the beginning of the season, John Tortorella's training camp, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I, I guess, a lot of uh, fanfare around uh, John's uh, approach. But the, the Flyers have been pretty competitive. So, but it's not good enough. So what's going to come across Chuck Fletcher's desk? What what is because he's got to be thinking about next year. It's no different than Bill Armstrong thinking about Jacob Chikrin or Mike Greer thinking about Timo Meyer or Eric Carlson. You know, th- th- yes, because of the big names, Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson, they get a lot of play. Jacob Chikrin gets a lot of play. But if you're looking around and you're looking at the Philadelphia Flyers, you're going, well, wait a second, there might be a player or two there that could help my team right now. And this is to your point, you know. There's a lot percolating that we don't know about. And, then, and that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, you, you, you can bet the Tampa Bay is looking to make some moves. They're trying to consider different things. You know, what are the Nashville Predators doing? David Poyle is looking at a team trying to make the playoffs, and he doesn't want to be on the outside looking in. So all these things, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Detroit Red Wings, they find themselves, you know, right back in the thick of things. They've, they've gone two for two on their West Coast trip here in Western Canada, Vancouver, and a shootout win versus the Oilers on Wednesday night. So this, what's Steve Eisenman thinking? You know, I, I, I can't believe he's thinking about trading Ben Sherratt. I mean, you watch the game Wednesday night. Ben Sherratt was in the middle of everything. Ben Sherratt was in the middle of sticking up for everybody and pushing his weight around. Yeah, I understand why teens might be interested or would be interested in Ben. Well, why wouldn't Steve Eisenman? Because you got a young group, you got a team trying to fight for where they're at. I think the guy look around, and I, I honestly cannot believe that there would be one team that would be just sitting back. I'm going to share a funny story with you. 1993, we go to the draft in Quebec City. We're we're looking to make a trade. We're looking for a goalie, so we, we have our eyes set on Andy Moog, who's playing in Boston. So we're all we're we're in our hotel and we go in early to Quebec City and we're sitting around and we're talking about this guy and that guy. So Bob Gainey's talking to uh, Harry Sinden. So he gets off the phone with Harry Sinden. He goes, "You know, this is this is what experience teaches you." He goes, "I think we're going to make the deal for Andy Moog." He goes, "We're all clustered up here in beautiful Quebec City." He goes, "Harry's doing gardening back in Boston." <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> but, but Harry, you know, Harry knew what he needed to do, but, but was he, you know, I mean, so if that's not being involved, but Harry knew what he needed to do, you just have to keep the conversation going. <laughs> well, and uh, you uh, identified a need and then went out and, you know, made a move that was mutually beneficial yeah. and checked a big box. And I, I look around the league and I see certain players and I think with what's already happened with Tarasenko and Horvat, there's already been a price established. And there's no way a Jacob Chikrin doesn't move because, you know, the return's going to be three first-round picks, however you want to cut those up. The price of making moves is determined by the market. Bill Armstrong isn't going to hold out for three first-round picks and then get nothing, and Jacob Chikrin becomes a free agent two and a half years from now. There's a price for the beach house, whether that beach house is, Timo Meyer, Patrick Kane, or whatever. So then we look at who teams are targeting and which players can put you over the top. Is Timo Meyer the best left player? Or do you say, hang on, it might be Ben Sherrod, because Ben Sherrod's more important to Toronto or Edmonton than Timo Meyer is. So certain teams have scoring, they need toughness. Other teams have toughness, they need scoring. 
it's like a it's like a jigsaw puzzle trying to put it all together and i'm intrigued at what gm like did your buddy chris drury who you traded for did he put the rangers in the lead with that trade he he checked two boxes craig that's a darn good hockey team going into the playoffs and they might not be done yet no and 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 you're right they might not be done yet hey listen you know think about where chris came from chris was drafted by the quebec nordiques ended up in colorado where just by the way and, and i will every chance i get every opportunity i have i will beat the drum for pierre lacroix to go to the hockey hall of fame he's a hall of famer but more than that Pierre Lacroix was bold, and Pierre Lacroix didn't sit on his hands. Pierre Lacroix looked at his team and said, what do I need? What do I got to do? And he went and did it. But Chris Drury's learned that. <laughs> like, you learn under that. And you see how it pays off and, you know, and, and understanding the, the impact it has on your team on your team and your group and the mood and everything. You know, it's interesting when Patrick Kane said he was disappointed about not going to the Rangers or, or not dis- disappointed about the, the move. Well, Artemi Panarin and Patrick Kane had some pretty good magic in their days in Chicago. So it's not just like, oh, they need a scoring winner. It's the magic that they had. So when you look at what Chris Drury did, bold, I'm stepping up, I'm stepping forward. I know what my team needs. It's always about what your team needs. So to your point, do the New York Rangers, listen, are you ever going to say that Timo Meyer wouldn't help a team? But is that what the Rangers need to push themselves further along down the path? I always go back to Blake Coleman and Barkley Goodrow with the Tampa Bay Lightning, right? So each team has to look at, at, at what player players can give our team a better chance and strengthen the group, right? Tarasenko strengthens it one way. Goodrow and Coleman strengthen it. Josh Manson and Arturi Lekkanen and Andrew Cogliano strengthen the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So everybody's got to look at it differently, and you're right. So is it Timo Meyer? Is it Jacob Chikrin? Is it Eric Carlson? Is it Ben Sherratt? You know, you know, I, I'm watching the, I'm watching different games as you do all the time, and you know, I zeroed, I've zeroed in. I mean, I, I really like the player, and I've liked him for a lot of years, but I've really zeroed in on the Arizona Coyotes. And I am convinced more than ever that Lawson Krauss would be an ideal fit for any number of teams, the way he plays the game. You know, we talk about play. Think back to Claude Lemieux. Remember how Claude played in the playoffs? Everybody said, oh, Claude, you know, why does he do that in the regular season? Well, actually, what Claude did in the regular season was exactly what he did in the playoffs. You know how some players fall off a little bit come playoff time? Claude didn't. Claude was consistent all the way through. So when I look at playoff hockey and I think about what's required, I think Claude Lemieux. I think Lawson Krause. I think players like that can can round out a team and make it really good. So to your point, beach house. What beach? Do you, do you want waterfront? Do you want beach? Do you want to block off the beach, right? You know, do, do, do you want ocean view? There's a lot of different places to, and there's a lot of different price points, as you well know. Do you think the pressure on some GMs comes from up and down down the fan base down maybe the leadership group i'm not sure how that works or ownership and and i use the examples of in the playoffs there's no room for the faint of hearts like you mentioned ben sherrod see what josh manson you know and, and you were on the josh manson train last year before the move was made like people you win with in the playoffs. Now's not the time for teeter-totter humming and hawing. 
Chris Drury made a bold move, two of them, really, because Nico Mikko is underrated. And just ask the Blues, you know what I mean? He checked their sixth box, which pushes their sixth defenseman to the seventh spot, which gives them depth for the playoffs that they will need if they want to win 16 games. So now I'm intrigued again with Ken Holland and Kyle Dubas. It's time to be bold. It's time to be bold if you want to be beautiful. And I couldn't get it done or I wasn't willing to risk your famous line this year at the draft. Sorry, heading into the deadline, coming out of the draft. The price of not making a trade will be higher than you possibly overpaying for three years down the road. Folks, these guys are on the clock. They're on the clock and bold to be beautiful. And Craig, there's nothing in anyone's cupboard that's not worth moving if the right player is there. One team wins. The others will make excuses. And I got to think, for certain fan bases, too many years, too many excuses. Mic drop. <laughs> I call it, well, we're going to call it the pool drop. Right. <laughs> the thing of, okay, so I, I just talked about Pierre Lacroix. Right? Yep. I just talked about Pierre Lacroix, right? Yep. So let's go back to Pierre Lacroix. So he has this team that kind of, you know, struggled in Quebec Quebec with the Nordiques. You know, they end up in the playoffs in 94. You know, Joe Sackick had made the playoffs for a lot of number of years. And, you know, they end up in Colorado. And all of a sudden, you know, whoa, my Lord, Sacre Bleu, things blow up in Montreal. And who becomes available? Patrick Watt. But it wasn't just Patrick Roy got, he also got Mike Keane, <laughs> you know, another instrumental player, right? And he traded Jocelyn Tebow and he traded Martin Rosinski and he traded Kovalenko, right? And, you know, but he looked at his team and goes, wait a second, I got Sackick, I got Forsberg, I got all, I got Adam Foote, I got all these players, right? What am I going to do? Hang on to the future when the future is now? Well, they went and won the Stanley Cup, you know. We know what happened. We know what happened. And they didn't just win the Stanley Cup in 96. They were competing for the Cup for the next number of years, including winning it in 01. So, you know, we talk about Pittsburgh Penguins, 1991. What are they going to do? They make a huge trade. Get all Samuelson and Ron Francis. Oh, they'd let all the future, the future. No, when you have Mayor Lemieux and you have Kevin Stevens and you have the group of players around them, bottom line, Craig Patrick understood what he needed to do. To your point, Mr. Coolius, it's really straightforward. You know, recognize where your team is at and help them be better. That's the mandate for Kyle Dubas. That's the mandate for Ken Holland. Nothing else is acceptable. End of story. I don't want to hear about the future. I don't want to hear about draft picks. Help your team now. Sports Interaction is Canada's Sportsbook. Here's how it works. Log on to SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. Click, sign up, deposit, play, and win today. Craig, help the people win. Saturday, what a game. New Jersey Devils at the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, almost 40 years ago, we were talking about the Devils and the Penguins. We were talking about who's going to get Mary Lemieux. Well, we know how that played out. The Penguins ended up with Lemieux, all the success, but the Devils have had success. And they're having success again. I believed in them. You believed in them too, but always the questions when they come out of nowhere, this is a good team. Too bad Jack Hughes isn't playing. I got the Devils beating the Penguins on ABC Saturday afternoon. 
They don't need Jack Hughes to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. He would help, but this team is good. Penguins lose at home. Penguins struggle to score again against a good Devils team. So take the under overall. And I got Dougie Hamilton one and one. One goal, one assist. Book it. Friday, another sexy matchup. Rangers at Edmonton. The Rangers on December 3rd were one game above 500. One game above 500. Since then, since then, they are 21-4-3. Four losses, three of which were to Boston, Toronto, Carolina, the elite teams. They've won six in a row. They've added Tarasenko. They're playing some great hockey right now. They might be the cup favorites. They will beat the Oilers 5-3, which means I'm taking Rangers on the puck line and the over. Bet on it. Log on to SIA.com. Please gamble responsibly. 19 plus. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So we've talked about a few players available, and there's a buzz. And we don't know if that buzz means Eric Carlson's going to Edmonton or Timo Meyer's going to New Jersey. You've talked about trades in the past that put teams over the top. The realism on a Carlson and his cap, Timo Meyer, do you rent him or do you need to get a deal done? Are, are we very close to, you know, an explosion of deadline deals? Like, do you believe 2023 will be as sexy as some of the trade deadlines of the past, Craig? Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson, it doesn't get more sexier than that. Are these fait accompli's or do you say, whoa, camel? Which one, Craig? Yeah, no whoa, camel. Uh, you know what I'm going to call you now? I'm going to call you Steve Spear. Instead of Shakespeare, Steve Spear. You should start a segment. To trade or not to trade? 
How's that sound? Like Steve Spear. <laughs> it's sexy. Anytime you just mention a trade, everyone says, what, what, what? Yeah. You know, even your plumber's like, well, what I'm hearing, you are, you're hearing from what? Oh, my hairdresser. Oh, your hairdresser. Anyway, so Greg, what does your plumber and hairdresser say? Like, what's going on around here? I'll tell you what my hairdresser says. My hairdresser right now, who I just love, Edmonton Oilers fan, right? She says I have great hair. <laughs> you do. You got great hair. And, and whenever I go into the makeup chair, you know what all the all the people that do fantastic work and just trying to they say I have great skin too. You and me have great skin, Steve. Yes, you know, yes, just, yes. <laughs> it's a European it's, blood, right? Oh yeah, and it's drinking lots of water, right? Like lots of water. Like water helps that. Anyway, all kidding aside, you know, you think about uh, you know deals, right? And, and every deal is unique, right? You you know Eric Carlson four years after this year at 11.5 million dollar cap hit you know what does it mean what does it entail how much money this sounds Timo Meyer well the six million dollar cap hit this year to me is not that big of a deal like I mean I think you can work through that the 10 million dollar qualifying offer here's the tricky thing if you're a team acquiring Timo Meyer you know is that you you, you could ask the San Jose Sharks are you willing to take some of the salary this year but it's not going to help you next year because it's a new contract and you can't you can't push that into the future. But let me ask you this. So the New York Rangers just traded for Tarasenko. Okay. So he's going to be an unrestricted free. I know he's a different level of player than Timo Meyer. But like by all accounts, they might resign him, they may not resign him, but you know, they're going to let it play out. If you traded for Timo Meyer, knowing that you can qualify him at $10 million, knowing that you can still consider you know, signing up long-term and you know that he can come and help your team. Why don't you just play it out till the end of the playoff run? <laughs> I agree. What, why do you have to commit? What if it's not a natural fit? Like Bruce Boudreaux said recently, him and George McPhee blew it one year in Washington. They made too many trades. They Mark wrecked the chemistry, right? Yeah. They just, they went too far and they admitted it afterwards. We got caught up in it. Like they admitted it. You know, so it's one thing when you're bringing in Ron Francis, Rick Tockett, like, you know, but you're going to bump someone. Who are you? Bu it's one thing when you're bringing in, you know, a 21 year old Wendell Clark, which is exactly what the least would need. He's not bumping anybody because they don't have that. They're, like to me, I, I like I don't see Kane as a fit because how's Kane going to help against Nick Paul? How's Kane going to help against Hagel and these guys? You mentioned it. It's Ben Sherratt. It's a Tyler Bertuzzi to, to fix what your what ails you. You know what I mean? So you see what is available. You bring in Timo Meyer. You see if it works. If it doesn't work, you say, bye. why would you want to go pot committed? What if the chemistry's not there? You know? And 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 like Tarasenko's probably not going to be re-signed. That's why I like what Drury did. And you know what? If he wants to stay, he's going to say, well, here's your cap space. And I'm going to take a Taylor Hall deal or whatever. So... To me, let's worry about winning now and know that we've got options for Craig. You've always talked about options. Having Timo Meyer on your team and not signed, it gives you options, right? Well, it does. And you know what? Like when you, you, you can qualify him and trade other players, right? You, you still have them, right? You, there's lots of different considerations. And, you know, you're trying to, uh, you know, assess without being able to have the benefit of the experiences to properly assess or fully assess. So give yourself that opportunity before you, to use your term, pot committed. So again, you know, we look at teams, right? And we look at, and, and you know, 
I know you're a huge Patrick Kane fan. And, you know, people ask me, oh, would he be a good fit in Toronto? Like, I'm going to sit down and say that he's not a good fit in Toronto. How am I going to say that Patrick Kane isn't a good? I mean, the guy's an automatic Hall of Famer, first ballot, great player. I mean, playoff performer extraordinaire, right? I'm going to say he's not a good fit. We can debate whether they need that player or somebody else, right? But like, right, and we, we know what we're saying, right? But, you know, would Patrick Kane be a good fit in uh, Toronto? Uh uh, let me think about that. <laughs> like seriously, like of course he'd be. A he was, he'd be... He's going to help any team. The exactly. question is, but so the Leafs are going to go. Okay, we've got two of the best right wingers in the league, and we're going to bring in Kane. But I got to replace Jake Muzzin. I might have a depth goalie issue. I might need a Tyler Bertuzzi type. So that's where. You, and when you're limited, Craig, you have to decide. You know what I mean? Like the, the Avalanche got Patrick Waugh because it was the perfect storm. Oh. They didn't go out and get another Adam Foot, <laughs> you know. So that's where wants and needs, and in a capped world and a resort, you only have one first round pick each year to trade. You don't got eight of them where you could say, "I'm going to go out and get Kane and Bertuzzi and Sherratt and 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 Craig Anderson." Okay, that's great. What's the cap? Two hundred and fifty million. So that's what you're saying is, and and because what happened with Kane? Like, are you convinced Kane and Taves? are going to play somewhere else? Are the Hawks going to have to eat half of 10.5 for this year? Well, they, they're they capable of doing it. They, they, they can eat money this year, and, and, they, and they know they only have to do it to the end of this year. So that's a, that's a benefit to the Chicago Blackhawks as well, to say we're going to do that. You know, they've already paid, you know, $10.5 million of the contract, you know, in real dollars. You know, how much is that, right? Anyway, so th that's something they very easily can do. But that being said, you know, Kitaze and Kane, in, in, in my view, I don't know if they're going to stay in Chicago. I just don't know this. But I, but I do believe this. They're interested in going to a place and competing for a Stanley Cup. Not for the hope of competing. Real. Real competing. Like, you know, when, when Billy Guerin convinced Marc-Andre Fleury to come to uh, Minnesota, that was very different. Marc-Andre Fleury had won and, you know, who was looking for a goalie. I, I think it's got to be, and, and Minnesota, you could not say they were a Stanley Cup contender. But Billy knew him, played with him, won a Stanley Cup with him. I think it's very different with Taze and Kane. I, I, they're, they're died in the wool competitors. Died in the wool competitors. If they're going anywhere, they're going to a team with a legitimate, real chance to win. And how many of, the, of, of those are there? And of those teams... How many can afford, when I say afford, those two players? I think Colorado for Taze is a perfect fit. We talked about the Rangers and a fit for Kane. You know what? Are there other teams that would be a fit? I think the Carolina Hurricanes would be a great fit for Patrick Kane. But there's not a lot of them that are legitimate Stanley Cup contenders and have the, have, have the spot, to your point. There's been a connection to Dallas. Could you see Kane if he only had three teams on the list? His own list, Rangers, uh, Colorado, they need a centerman more than a winger, and Dallas. Could you see that? Is Are they in that category? Or is even Dallas a notch below Tampa, Colorado, Carolina for real cup contenders? Dallas is a good team. They're a really good team. And, you you know, excellent goaltender not here. The blue line's really good. They got some really – so what, what Patrick Kane would just give them that much more punch. He would give them that much more skill, which I think you can look at the Dallas Stars and say this is a good team, 
And then you go, and you add Patrick Kane. <laughs> like, remember, the West is, is in my view, wide open. And your oh, view, yes. too. Yes, wide yes. open. Yeah. So how do you push yourself further ahead with a move? So it, it's not like one team is clearly ahead of the other. But I absolutely believe, absolutely believe that the Dallas Stars with Patrick Kane would push themselves near the top of that list of contenders in the West. As we sit right this second, right? We've watched Bo Horvat, we've watched Tarasenko, and we're sitting on Gavrikov and Chikrin. Do you like that? If this goes into March, is that dirty pool? Is that right to sit a guy for for more than a week? You know what, Craig? Like at one point as a former manager, do we say, come on, guys? Like, you know, I'm I'm starting to smell something I, I don't like here. One, two, three games, maybe a week. But, but Craig, we've been sitting on Chikrin. And I like Bill Armstrong a lot. I really do. He invited us to Arizona. Come down and do the show. Craig, there's a point of saying uh, enough's enough, right? Well, since Jacob Chikrin hasn't played, the Arizona Coyotes haven't lost. <laughs> <Can you? laughs> the value is going down. Can you change a winning lineup? <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. We keep winning. Like anyway, I, I I think I think that you know last weekend when when they said they were holding out Jacob, you know, for trade related reasons, and then Andre Tournier came out. He says he's going to sit out this week for for trade related reasons. Right? There does become a point where I think that you know players are are there to play, and I, I understand the part about you want to try to protect it, but you protect it with the knowledge that you are very close. A deal is imminent somewhere. Not with protecting it to do it just in case of. I don't think that's fair to the player. I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to the integrity of the game. But if a deal's imminent, I get it. But none of this, well, we're just gonna hang on here, right? And I'm just for the record, I I will go on the record. I don't believe in sitting out players. You know what? We might reduce their, 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 but this whole, like I hear this all the time, Steve. Oh, we should sit him out in case he gets hurt. The player can get hurt anytime. Holy geez. Rasmus Anderson, your player could go jump on a scooter and get hit by a car. Like, give me a break. Like the players, they've done this their lives. They're great. They're top performers. Playing is what they do. Oh, we got to hold them out in case they get injured. Give me a break. Stop it already. I'm with you. I, 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 I couldn't have said any better myself. Uh, we're in the final thought time. My final thought is Tampa Bay. There's been a lot of Boston talk in Carolina. And we said the West is open and it is. And we've looked at the standings at different times this year where the top five teams, even the top six are all in the East. One of those teams is Tampa. This belief that, you know, for me, that Boston is that much better. Does Boston have Vasilevsky? Does Boston have Hedman? Does Boston have Kucherov? Does Boston have Bray? Braden Point's finally healthy. Like, you see Braden Point now. And then Brandon Hagel, the Regal Beagle Hagel, the way he's playing with Nick Paul. And you think Brisebois from the Pierre Lacroix school, Julian, is done? Kane could end up there going through Arizona or Ottawa, for God's sakes. This thing about Tampa, I'll believe it when they're knocked out. And don't forget, Braden Point was not healthy from game six and a half on against Toronto. And they still got to the Stanley Cup final. So I'm a Tampa, John Cooper, Julian Breezebois guy. And I'll believe that they're not a real cup contender. 
or not the best team in the East when someone in the East knocks them out. Craig. How about this for my final thought? Because I'm going to use my, I'm going to use your point as a launching point for my final thought. Griezmann and Cooper are this decade's version, this generation's version of two. Holland and Bowman in Detroit, Bowman and Quenville in Chicago. That's this generation. And so the, 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 as a duo, there's no better. No better. They're, they're, they're the duo. They're the, the top, top of the mountain. Just follow their playbook. Just follow their playbook. It's right there for everybody to see. They don't hide it away. It's not like the gold bricks at Fort Knox. It's there for everybody to see. If you need sexy, well, you can go that way. If you need functional, you can go that way too. Look at the template. Because I think that Joel Sackick followed that template and get Manson, Lekonin, and Cogliano last year. That's what it's about. Yay, listen, Meyer, Carlson, Chikrin, all Kane, all terrific players, all sexy names. Get the right names, not just sexy names. And Great that stuff. is also, and one other thing too, and an old, rest in peace, Raquel Welsh, one of the sexiest names ever. Well said, well said. Brilliant, just uh, talented. Um, and it reminds us, right, Craig, of watching someone in their prime that unfortunately it's all going to happen to all of us one day. Uh, but what a great career. So as the music comes in and we think of Raquel's beauty or Rihanna's music, we'll see you next time on segment 117. We talked about 188. Don't forget about Tampa's 88s. That game against Colorado was a statement the other day. And the idea that the Rangers had the advantage in the East on any goaltending matchup, let's just pause that for a moment. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll see you next time as the trade deadline chatter from the plumber and the hairdresser continue. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.